0: Some men do say King Arthur is not dead, but by the will of our Lord Jesus sleeps, yet to awake, deathless and reassure us, and therefore is it, that grave where he is laid, this legend hath, that still his kingdom keeps. Chris Moser, and this is still His Kingdom Keeps, a creepy but necessary podcast where Chris and I are covering every single episode of the TV show Merlin, originally airing on the BBC. And we're back with season two. Chris, do you like love stories? Do you like? i got to ro- tell you, I, I, I love love. Do I you, love love. Do you like romance?
1: I love a little bit of romance.
0: Do you get horny for? I don't know. Romance. Romance?
1: I don't know if I'm willing to go that far, <laughs> do you get a little? horny for romance. Um, El, uh, welcome to Still Is King Keeps, the horniest Merlin podcast. <laughs> yes, absolutely.
0: Internet. We are um incredibly excited to be talking about this episode. Lancelot is back. I'm so happy. It's very exciting. Uh, before we get into it, I just want to thank all of the patrons over at patreon.com/monster of the week. I want to be real with you guys. I'm going to be on the level. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to bring it down to street level for everybody who's listening. Okay. Okay. Uh, you know, the Patreon is doing well. And I was really, really worried. I think Chris, maybe you and I had a bunch of conversations about this that like, hey, we're going to end this supernatural thing, which became kind of a thing there for a little bit. And we're going to do this completely different podcast. It's going to be a different feed. It's going to people are going to have to fight it again. Um, and I was really worried that the Patreon would like super suffer because of that um, and it didn't and it hasn't and in fact we've had more people join lately that are like I love the Merlin podcast Merlin got me into you guys I'm so happy and that just makes me really happy so thank you everybody yeah. who has been uh, joining the Patreon because of that they're hanging out in the discord they're all very shy people Chris All, all it's only regulars that be chatting you know, in, in the discord I gotta start chopping
1: but... it up in there I've been I've been busy and it's time mm-hmm. for me to be unbusy and start chopping it up in the discord so come on down
0: you're a uh, you're chopping it you're up you're of chaos into the discord and uh, very often like you will say something and then all of a sudden there is buff sharks everywhere on the discord and uh, true. that's true that's and then that's...
1: my favorite thing is to then leave and yes. not say anything yes yeah and
0: then leave and uh, <laughs> let me pick up the pieces of our discord server uh <laughs> so please if you want to and if you're able uh please join us at the patreon patreon.com slash monster of the week chris what's up what's been going on man not with um, your not with your life i don't really care about that with yeah, merlin only Merlin. no doubt <laughs> no
1: doubt for sure last time on merlin when Uh, the magic in her dreams at last spilled over into her waking life morgana grew ever more desperate for some kind of guidance while gaius continued to do the absolute bare minimum merlin suggested that morgana should go and see the druids about her powers there she finds solace and confirms once and for all that she does indeed possess magical powers but just as she started to settle in arthur and his men came to rescue her scattering the druids and depriving Morgana of the help she so needed. I cannot believe we do back-to-back kidnap plots. (laughs) <laughs> in this show I mean I know she wasn't Technically kidnapped last time But yeah, it's yeah, like but, It's but very Morgana, similar
0: It's two, two episodes Where the plot is basically Morgana is missing Right like That's, that's what we're dealing with here Right in a row um, That's why they were trying
1: to keep her So goddamn medicated Otherwise she just goes She missing. just goes anywhere She's like, like I'm can't... not missing I'm just going out She's like a toddler Who just learned to
0: walk You just look up And they're gone Now all of a sudden She's drowning in a pool And levitating above the, doggy the pool Because gates she's has been knocked over Oh man The fucking toddlers and Morganas man let me tell you yep. um, that's, We're covering yeah, that's what we should have called this <laughs> Toddlers and Morgana <laughs> Yeah uh, We're covering Merlin Season 2 Episode 4 Lancelot And Guinevere oh. Uh, Gwen is mistaken for Morgana and kidnapped by the savage outlaw Hing- Hingist. Uther refuses to pay her an- ransom, so Arthur defies his father and heads out into dangerous enemy territory to fight for Gwen's freedom. Merlin suspects that Arthur's devotion to Gwen is more than that of a prince to one of his subjects. How will Arthur mm. react when he discovers Gwen is not alone in Hingist's castle? Hengist. Mm. Hingist? I, guess, well, I don't know. i will we, we'll, we'll, we'll find it. our way through it. I've we'll ruined it because I was I was pretty much like there during while I was making my notes, but then it just disappeared as I was reading this. Uh,
1: as you know, I watch with the subtitles on, okay. so I can sometimes I can get this, the correct spellings and all that. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna I'm not gonna lie. Every time it came up, I was like, I'm gonna struggle on that. I know this is gonna be a problem. I know this is gonna be a problem <laughs> this afternoon when I get on that mic. I'm gonna I'm gonna get wrapped around this word. and I'm not gonna know what to do.
0: We uh we start this episode with uh Arthur and uh Arthur helping Gwen and Morgana up to up onto some horses, uh and seeing them off from Camelot. Uh and Gwen looks back and there's this moment of shared like intimacy between Gwen and Arthur, uh, and I can only assume that Arthur's feeling intimacy because his lips are pouting
1: so much. This this dude's is the face, heaviest pout we've ever gotten on this TV show. Oh my he's like, goodness! Like he just he looks genuinely sad, at he's pouting so hard.
0: <laughs> I mean, he looks like someone just like literally broke his heart. And I'm like, Broham, mm-hmm. she's coming back. Like this is not a goodbye. This is just like a visit. Like they're going to like, we're going to find mm-hmm. out later. They're going to like Morgana's dad's grave or some shit. Like it's not even, like, yeah. it's just down the road a, t- a tad. Like, which, it's not very okay, far.
1: Okay, couple, a couple of details. They're going to visit Morgana's dad's grave, which the uh-huh. last time that they went there, they were attacked by assassins. True. Now, Morgana had worked with those assassins. She had staged the plot. But Uther doesn't know that. Nobody else knows that. So, we know that there's assassins out there, number one. Also, last episode, she was presumably kidnapped by druids. And we're immediately just saying, hey, head on out. No sweat. No Get sweat. See you here. later.
0: Here's some guards. I
1: just... You know, we were joking about, um, you know, doggy gates and everything, but maybe we need to just like, let's take it easy. There's clearly some people are after Morgana. We got to take it easy.
0: Say what you want about helicopter parents, but they rarely lose their children.
1: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Sure. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. I mean, say, emotionally, say you they w- might lose them, but physically, they know where they're Physically,
0: at. they are always there, attached at the belt, very literally and figuratively. Um, man, can you imagine Uther just walking around with one of those, like, stretchy attachments that they give to toddlers, but it's just fastened yep. to Morgana's, like, gown or whatever? That'd be fucking hilarious.
1: Yep. One time, I was driving home, and I was, I was right down my street, and I, I look over. I'm in my neighborhood, and I see this woman walking her toddler... Mm-hmm. In, in, um, in a, On a leash And I guess that's the thing people do Now I'm not a parent, I'm not here to judge But she's walking this toddler on a leash The toddler's wandering off into somebody's yard She's looking down at her phone And then I drive like, you know, 20 more feet up the road And I see a pack of fucking coyotes Coming her way And I'm what? like, lady, <laughs> what lady? <laughs> what
0: this story took a wild turn at the end, Chris. I was yeah. not ready for coyotes. Yeah. Jesus Christ.
1: So, you got to watch out for those coyotes. They get wild around here. Anyway, I just found uh, out Arthur a, warns them to watch out for coyotes, and they head off into the woods.
0: I just found out a coyote uh, grabbed one of my neighbor's dogs, unfortunately. Damn. R.I.P.
1: They scare the shit out of me, dude. They, they scream and howl at night. They sound like witches, and not yeah. the good kind.
0: Not the good kind of witches um, at all. Uh, here comes Merlin carrying both Arthur's target and crossbow uh which is very yeah. funny to me um uh and we switch over to Morgana um who is you know riding with Gwen in the woods uh and she's kind of teasing Gwen about being quiet and like mm, maybe there's a man involved and Gwen does like that really ca- casual when would i ever meet a cool man <laughs> and i just really i don't know why i just really it's it's She's very like, good point.
1: you do stay to my in my room until midnight every yeah, night. yeah yeah
0: yeah like, i know i go to bed at seven but you seem to be really busy after that um unfortunately they don't get very far uh because they are attacked by brigands uh oh. brigands who can very quickly take down the knights of knights of camelot which these guys need some fucking practice man like i don't know what Arthur like, is doing
1: i guess arthur the only one who's any good i mean we're led to believe he's good um certainly not sir leon <laughs>
0: Is this Leon? Is this the guy? <laughs> no,
1: no, Sir Leon's not here,
0: unfortunately. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, uh, everybody gets, like, kind of drugged down off their horses. Gwen and Morgana get, try to get away. They're going to run away, but they're very quickly trapped by uh, a dude named Kendrick, um, who is, no, it's it's not that quick Kendrick. Don't get excited. Um, no, it's he, not that one. He is there to kidnap Morgana, specifically Morgana. He knows her name. Um, and then, uh and she name
1: drops Uther, she's like, "I'm the king's ward, bro. You better watch your step and he's like, "No, that's, that's specifically that's that is exactly why, why I'm here, here. yeah, yeah that, <laughs> thank that, you for confirming that for yeah, me that,
0: that dude is super rich um we we cut ahead in time a little bit uh where Morgana and Gwyn are being kept in this like little tent situation, and as Kendrick comes to like check on them and tell them they're about to ride out, she's like, "I demand to have a bath, and everyone there is like, that's." weird
1: that's a weird what? thing a you want to be nude weird in front thing. of all of these gross men no offense
0: us um <laughs> yeah no offense but, to me the gross man involved because this like, dude is automatically cracking jokes like who's one of who wants to volunteer to help me watch her take a bath and of course everybody in the yeah. group is like Bee-ee. um and like she does it like she's they literally lead yeah. her to the to the To the river or whatever,
1: um, like okay, which is- weirdo, whatever. Because they're they're. I mean, they're being. I mean, they kid, they kidnapped her, which is bad. And but overall, these guys never teeter across the line of like, oh, these are really, really evil bad guys. I always think that they're going to like be kind of good, normal, but normal. And then they'll do something weird. I'm like, OK, they have like giant blind rat battles in their castle. So like maybe they are bad guys. It's very I'm very confused. They all they keep almost treating her with respect. and Then they'll do something gross. They're like, well, if you're going to bathe, we have to watch you so you don't escape. I'm like, well, it's just it's complicated. Is what I'm saying.
0: It's very complicated. Uh, We check in with Arthur, who's telling Uther that Morgana is missing, and they're going to send out search parties. Um, Morgana starts undressing, like she starts taking you know off of her her mini gowns and her mini curtains, and uh, asking. Thankfully, she
1: had about six or seven gowns on. (laughs) Yeah,
0: there's a lot of under things going on in in the Camelot days. Uh, They she demands that they give her privacy. Of course, they don't. Um, as they're all like very, very hornily watching, uh, they get completely distracted and lose track of Gwen, who manages to. And I love this entire action scene here. She grabs the sword and she like swings it once, and everybody kind of freaks out. Morgana leaps into action punches a dude in the face mm, catches mm. the sword that gwen has thrown her and just starts fucking twirling that bad boy around like she's been watching arthur from that fucking window all all day and and starts laying it down dude this is awesome this
1: is fucking great she lays it down hard she lays it down hard like literally i know i say this a lot and i know that it sometimes it can be like really overblown and overused but This is no sweat. This is just <laughs> no, no sweat gang. Energy. No she sweat takes gang these at guys all. Down. Uh, it's so good. It feels so
0: great. Um, they and then run they away. they just make their escape. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They just run away. And, like, I remember watching this for the first time um, and, and kind of having a hint, like, these girls are going to get trapped up or something. But I was like, how dope would this be if they just, like, went back to Camelot and were like, we were attacked yeah. and we killed them and now I am here. Please fetch me a robe or six. And everyone's like, like why is them. there
1: blood all over your sword? What the fuck?
0: <laughs> what did you do, Morgan? and she's like goth is not
1: an aesthetic it is a lifestyle and i live it (laughs) she's just wearing that like white gown and just splattered with blood that's that's what i'm going for here um but unfortunately as they're escaping Gwen trips falls twists her ankle ankle she's not able to continue running if not for that i think they would have gotten away clean um so gwen is like okay give me the sword i am going to stay and fight uh you go and get help they're only after you it doesn't really matter if they catch me they're only after you you go get help going to stay behind um and then we just like hear somebody scream a moment later as we follow morgana presumably because gwen just stabbed a guy Stabbed the a motherfucker or something.
0: hell yeah dude it's so very good so very good they kill uh, a lot we, of people at the show <laughs> there's a lot more death than i originally anticipated it's a
1: lot more death than i remembered <laughs>
0: Arthur and Merlin find the scene where the the girls were originally kidnapped, uh, and they find a ransom note. Um, and it's he says it's from like the Menad whatever. Like it doesn't matter who cares who it's from. Um, but they Arthur follows the tracks into the woods, and he hears somebody coming, and he jumps out with his crossbow, and there's Morgana, um, and and it, it's kind of notable. That Arthur sees Morgana, his, is basically his sister that he's grown up with, mm-hmm. and says, Where's, where's Gwen? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. Morgana, who was, who was rather shaken by this whole thing, just shakes her head. She has, she's like, I don't, I don't know.
1: Um, yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, back at the bandit camp, Kendrick is pissed. Then Morgana is mad. escaped. Um, uh, but but guinevere did not escape they were able to end up capture capturing her so they decide that they are going to pass her off as morgana to hengist their king i guess i don't know if he's a king he's their leader he's their boss man he's the um, he's they, the
0: dude what owns the castle everybody sleeps in he's the Sorry. dude <laughs> what owns the castle
1: yeah um <laughs> he, and he makes them call him boss man uh, yeah but because he's like yeah hengist has never met the king or uh, I'm sorry the uh, Morgana. So we can just pass this girl off of it and you know job well done. No sweat.
0: No sweat game. Uh a good idea, I think.
1: Great. I mean I think that this this Kendrick is being crafty. He's thinking on his feet. He's trying to just get ahead in life. He's trying to you know, you know get that paper. Of course it's not going to really work out for him in the end, but um anyway, so they get uh, uh Arthur and Morgana, they they all get back to Uther. They tell him about these bandits. Um tell him that they still have Guinevere and that Hengist has uh, crossed the border into Camelot and they're like, well, we got it. We got to go save Guinevere. And Uther says that is far too great a force for us to just go in to rescue a servant. Too many men would die in an attempt attempting to save her. And that's just not worth it. Um, and of course, Morgana is not going to stand for this. Um, because she's like, you know, this girl is more than just a servant. It, it doesn't—it doesn't matter even if she is just a servant. She's my friend. I care about her, and I—we—we—we we, we gotta go save her. We can't just leave her there. Um, Uther helpfully points out that as a servant, Guinevere would serve no value to these bandits, and she's likely already dead. Uh, Mor- Morgana is of course outraged at this. She pleads with Arthur to go and do something. Who, uh, tellingly, just—he—he he refuses to help. He doesn't yeah. say anything. He kind of looks down. doesn't Doesn't really give us much, which I think is it tells us enough about what's going to happen. But it is a little bit shocking, of course, to Morgana that he would just be so willing to forsake her.
0: Yeah, there's a there's a really good line in here where Uther says, "You know, she, Gwen gave her gave her life for yours, and as such, she will be honored." And Morgana says, "I don't want her to be honored. I want her to be rescued." Um, yeah, and we we've, we've seen this push and pull between Morgana and Uther before, where Uther is pretty content uh, to kind of let the rich be rich and let the let the poor take care of themselves with some kind of trivial words uh and it just you know morgana being this upset uh it just feels very passionate like you can t- see exactly where she's coming from and there is that moment of of weirdness where arthur seems almost non-responsive and then gaius kind of like gathers her up and escorts her from the room um and He's we go like, back on, over to get you medicated yeah yeah let's go let's go get you some milk of the poppy uh, uh. kendrick Meanwhile, has arrived at the castle. He's taking Gwen in there. This place looks rough. It's filled with ruffians. Fights are breaking out all over the place. She's put in front of Lord Mormont of uh, Castle Black. Pretty dope.
1: Yeah, good or stuff. Good stuff. Hengist. Heing- sure.
0: Hengist. Hengist, dude. I Tengist? don't know, dude. There's no one. Uh, He's so big bad. boss man. This is boss man. I'm this sorry. I'm, sorry. Man. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I this is boss man. boss man. He
1: asks. He asks his men to call him that. I think we can. We owe him that much respect, at least um he does not know that this isn't
0: morgata he just says like this is you're you're just as beautiful as i've heard uh tonight i'm gonna you're gonna join me at my table and she's like i you know i'm not here as your guest i'm here as your prisoner and she, he's like okay well will go sit in the dungeon then. i don't really give a, give a fuck yeah. this dude's rough this dude's yeah. riding fucking rough this man dude, this,
1: dude's, this is this is lord mormont lord commander of the night's watch so, like this yes. guy he's not messing around this he's is this guy's not messing business. around this is the, i hope that this is that same actor because i Confidently declared that just now, um, but yeah, this this it's a hundred percent the this same cool. actor, right? Like, there's no question.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Now um, you have, but now but you I have like that he is almost. This is what I mean when I'm like confused about these guys. Like they, he don't he doesn't care about hurting Morgana or Guinevere. He doesn't he's not not interested in that. He literally is just trying to get paid. He's trying to get the ransom. He doesn't yeah. get the ransom if he kills her. So yeah. he's sort of like, okay, you'll be my guest. Like just chill. Like, yeah, just fucking whatever. Chill, just just rich. sit
0: here and be pretty around me, and I will you know hand you over and get some money, and that'll be that. Like this is all I'm trying to do.
1: But just be- because she's defined and it's like i'm not your guest i'm your fucking prisoner i don't want to be here so he's like okay i'll just put you in the prison cell then because he's just uh he's cold he's hard
0: yeah and frankly it's a nice prison cell like for what the dungeons could be in this joint like this, this compared is a to nice the one. amount
1: of time she spent in in the uh, camelot prisons you know it could be worse could be a lot worse uh we jump back over just to- want you to know that if you if you heard a strange noise it was my chair squeaking and not my butt squeaking i'm 100 percent sure it was your butt uh, we jump back over to okay. Camelot, where uh, Morgana
0: barges into Arthur's room and begins berating him, giving him a good old-fashioned dressing down, uh, calling him a gutless coward for not going to help Gwen, um, and he's trying to like get a word in edgewise. He's trying to interrupt her and say, like, hey, Gwen, hey, Gwen, and finally she gets all of it out, and, he's, and he stops, and he's like, hey, if you would stop yelling at me, you'd realize I'm already packing.
1: Um, yeah, I'm in a full suit of armor and atop my horse yeah. in my chambers. I'm ready to go. <laughs> I'm in the full She's forest. like, how did you get that horse in here? That doesn't seem. She's like, right out the window. We're going right out the window.
0: We're just going to jump right out. Uh, and And he's ready to go. He says, you know, I couldn't disagree with my father in front of everybody, but I can certainly disobey him right now and go and save her um and of course merlin's tagging along too we go back to we check over in the lab where he runs into gaius on his way out and gaius is like hey not even going to try to stop your partner like the, you, you got this yeah y'all just come back safe um and this feels like this feels pretty good like these two teaming up to go save their their, their bestie is, is really yeah. really nice yeah i'm
1: uh there's the whole premise the whole premise is is this of this episode is a lot of fun and it and it Is able to pull out a lot of adventure moments. Meanwhile, there's actually like really serious, cool character stuff happening.
0: Yeah, it's you know the it's funny to me. uh, And again, Merlin does this almost every episode where they they take you know what it could be a very serious situation and they have a running B plot that is so goofy and funny and like the. The tag team duo of Arthur and Merlin shouldn't be this funny and interesting, right? Like, I mean, they're great together, but like, we've seen it a lot. So, to have the whole B plot like be a comedy routine of these two bumbling across the fucking fantasy world of Camelot into (laughs) this thing and smearing themselves with smelly berries, like, it's just fucking weird and hilarious. And it starts Mm -hmm. off here. As that, like, in the dead of night, they're trying to sneak out of Camelot. Arthur tells Merlin, Hey, distract the guards. I'm going to go get the horses. And Merlin's like, Sure, no problem. And Merlin distracts the guards by pretending to be donkey Kong and just throwing barrels at them constantly like it's very fucking weird vibes dude like
1: he he starts off by like rolling one barrel towards them with magic and like flipping it around he scares them, but then suddenly there's like 15 fucking heavy ass wooden barrels rolling towards these guards and then he ends up knocking them all out and then Arthur comes
0: up and is like, I told you to distract them, not not knock them out. And, he's like, and I'm like, you're not even going to question like fuck, dude. anything. Like, There's a zillion barrels on the ground. How is skinny little Merlin supposed to be able to do that?
1: Out of control. Absolutely out of control. Extremely um, funny. That night, we cut back over to Hengist. Heng- yeah. Hengist? Big, I'm sorry. Uh, Bossman. Boss we cut back over to Boss Bossman. Um, And he's like, listen, we're going to provide you with some entertainment tonight, Morgana. Um, And they're like in like a mead hall or whatever. But at the center of this mead hall, there's a giant cage where they have a fighting pit set up. Um, And we see this typical brigand looking fighter man with no shirt on ready to do some battle in a cage. Um, And then who else pops up but, but none other than Lancelot. Lancelot pops up and I think that he he catches Gwen's eye and he's like oh shit I don't want her to see me doing this this is dirty stuff this is dirty work I'm not proud of myself for being here um but uh he's he, he wins the fight of course he's Lancelot you know he he's like lives while you were studying or while you were at the gym I cultivated inner strength this guy's all about the way of the sword. Um. And Anyway he beats this guy He wins his fight He shows mercy to um, his Mm -hmm. opponent Despite uh, everybody chanting for him To kill him Uh, And then he goes up to see uh, Boss man and he's surprised to see Guinevere of course next to him Uh, But he's even more surprised when she is called Morgana Thankfully he has the good sense to play it cool Because he realizes something is going on here Um, Tell me uh, And and then we get the biggest surprise of the episode
0: Tell me why all. Uh, tell me why my arms got so like chill bumpy when Lancelot and Gwen locked eyes across the room in the in the weird meat hall. It's. it's do, do I ship? It's them? A, is know, that what a, that is? Is that a ship I, thing? I, yeah,
1: it's. <laughs> I think so. I think that's what that feels like. I my arms got bumpy, like. Chris. It, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with that. What am I supposed to do with ar- bumpy arms? What am I? I you mm. just you feel it. You just vibe with it. Um, I like the i mean it's such classic chivalric romance that it's almost like a parody of itself these two but that is what lancelot and guinevere are like they are supposed to be the unfallible like (laughs) christian ideal which is really funny when you think about like where these legends spring up from they're not really but um they are they are these two like really unshakable people and and both of them thinking that they're never going to see each other again. And suddenly they spot each other in this situation. There is this immediate spark between them um, that goes beyond friendship. It goes beyond seeing a friendly face. You can tell. I mean, they had, they had some sort of a a slight romance the last time they saw each other. Um, And as they're going to go throughout this episode, we explore how Lancelot feels like she makes him a better person is giving him purpose, restoring his faith in himself. Um, All these really romantic things. And sure, they're happening quickly, but Lancelot's well, just that kind of guy. He
0: is that kind of guy. Um, and I, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Uh, you. You set us up for the grand surprise of this whole thing. Oh, sure,
1: sure, 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 sure. Um, um, a, a giant rat creature emerges from yeah, a gate. <laughs> and, a um, Is that what d- this is? <laughs> I, I never got those names, and I just didn't even try. They're giant rat creatures, and they mm-hmm. work for a Boss Man. Okay. And um, this giant rat creature comes out, and he devours... The man that Lancelot beat in the fight, the man that he spared, he just gets eaten by a giant rat creature. Bummer,
0: bummer. At, that's at, a huge bummer. That's, that's a capital b bummer, bummer
1: dude.
0: Um, where do we go from here? Uh,
1: Merlin falls asleep on it off of his horse. This is again. They're just they're just doing bits. They're just having a bit. They're just doing you know? bits.
0: Yeah, he he literally falls they're asleep. <laughs> And falls off his entire horse. Yeah. And Arthur, like, throws water on his face. And he's like, what's gotten into you? And Arthur's like, I don't have time for this. We, ha- we I can't believe we're wasting time. We have to go save Gwen. Um, and, yeah. it, like, you can tell Merlin's thinking, like, you're being super serious right now. But, like, you know, I, I don't like, – it's so weird, dude. It's such a weird vibe from these two. I love it so, so much. So weird.
1: Um, I mean, Arthur has a point. <laughs> True. <laughs> like, uh, but also, I love that Merlin is so sleepy that he falls off his horse and is just still asleep.
0: <laughs> it just fall, like literally just falls like, to the ground. He hits
1: the yeah, he hits the ground. He's like, whoa, okay, back to sleep. Like if I fell off a horse, I wouldn't be able to sleep for a week, or I'd be dead. I don't know.
0: I looked up um, the na- the way that you spell this creature, the giant rat creatures, um, mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. W I I L D D E O R E N.
1: Wilderin. Wilderin. Oh yeah, they all say Wilderin the whole time. Yeah, it's yeah, the they, they just they just like do that, that accent thing
0: Whether the Wilderin. They give me some yeah. vegetable. I don't got that accent. Yeah. I don't I can't I can't go there with I, them. Uh
1: I, I, yeah, it's not it's too much.
0: We go to the dungeon where Gwen is sitting by herself yeah. when Lancelot sneaks over and begins to talk to her. She fills him in on uh, her entire situation and then wants to know what she what he's doing there. Um and he said that, you know, it's not easy to um to find a work as a, like with a man like him, so it's his. He's figured it was his destiny to entertain men like
1: Hi- Um He's lost his hope. Lancelot is a good dude, but he's also sort of like a disgraced fake knight. Yeah, <laughs> so he doesn't necessarily have like the greatest reputation. And I think obviously last time we saw him, he had left Camelot to go and find his calling to go and you know be be the knight that he knows he can be without the actual title which is admirable and noble he just wants to go out and help people but clearly things haven't panned out the way that he thought that they would he still has to make a living so he ends up like fighting in cage matches for for men like boss man uh because he feels like he has no other way and he has he has lost himself a little bit
0: and he you know uh as he says that he's you know lost his hope or he's he's lost this something his drive Uh, Gwen says that she still sees the hope in him Um, and he reaches through the grate that they're talking through and kind of like gently touches her hand and says, I have thought of you often. Have you thought of me at all? Uh, And it's, it's very romantic, Chris. I don't know if you know this, but it's very romantic. uh,
1: Guinevere is, is interesting. And I think her feelings towards him are very complex, just the way that they are towards Arthur, because he says like I thought of you often if you thought of me at all and he's and she just says I thought I would never see you again, um, which isn't necessarily the answer that he was asking for, <laughs> um, but it's not not an answer. Um, I think that she she's I don't know I just I just think it's complicated because she obviously has feelings for Arthur, but she feels like this is this is this guy who genuinely has feelings for her. She also likes him, um, and he's sort of more on her level more or less um, because she knows she feels like she can't be with Arthur. Um, and so the conflict in Gwen throughout this is, is very – it's very sad. We don't really spend too much time on it until the end when we, like, see her cry. But um, I just feel like she's being torn, and she just – there's hope all around her, but she can't quite reach any of it.
0: Yeah, it's – um you know, her being taken to this place and being held for ransom, she has to under- – she realizes very quickly that, like – Uther's not going to come get her, right? Like, there's no way. She, she, she knows mm-hmm. that instinctually. Mm-hmm. So, finding Lancelot in here is such a fucking lottery ticket of a win that, like, she just has no. She, she can't. And, and then to see him, you know, down on his luck, kinda, and to be missing the, the light that she saw in him to, in, in the first time she met him, uh, mm. and to be able to kind of rekindle that a little bit. Obviously, she's going to cling on to that. Um, she, she very quickly like kind of sparks that relationship back up uh, which I think yeah. is, is great like that obviously like it's, they're, yeah. they're both in a weird situation right now and she's reaching out for help to a familiar face um, he promises yeah. to help and her and seeing then-
1: her again is like you know it's a reminder of who he, he was who he had wanted to be um, of course he has he clearly is in love with her so seeing her again lights that, that hope that spark of hope in him again um, and yeah it's just it's nice it's just nice all around for them but there's, there's that little twinge of sadness in the background uh someone comes
0: and distracts them so they they have to break up uh and we switch over to uh back on the road where Merlin is sleeping yeah. again uh and Arthur has yeah. to dump water on him again uh but this time they they'd actually stopped to rest uh, but unfortunately Arthur wasn't able to sleep and Merlin kind of questions him and it's like you really I've never really seen you this driven before. You really like care about Gwen. And he's like, I mean, she's all mm. right. She's cool. I guess that's what you, I mean, she's okay. If that's what you want to call her.
1: Um, she's fine. I mean, I, I think we like, we both, we both feel like she's fine. You know, that's like normal, like normal feeling to I feel. Mean, she's just, like, yeah. Okay. Sure. Dude. Yeah. Yeah,
0: she's, she's just, you know, like kind of the most beautiful woman in the world. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what you think, but that's kind of what I think. Um, and this conversation doesn't go anywhere. but Arthur shuts it down pretty quick, and we go back over to Boss Man, who is getting a little angsty because Uther has not reached out about paying the ransom, uh, and he's starting to wonder why. Uh, and he tells, he, "He
1: can't find your, your castle, bro. Yeah, your castle
0: is like it's more than thirty miles away. It's basically in like yeah. the fucking Middle East, as far as Camelot is concerned."
1: Uh, like Arthur left right away, and he still hasn't reached you. So who did you expect <laughs> to reach out?
0: Uh, and he tells. Gwen, that if uh, he doesn't hear from Uther by nightfall, he's going to uh, kill her. She's going to die. Arthur and Berlin come to uh, a a kind of a fork in the road, sort of. Uh, Arthur breaks out the map and determines that they could take a shortcut and maybe save a whole day if they go through the tunnels of. Apparently, what I wrote in my notes was tunnels of Andor, which it cannot be right because that is. It
1: is the tunnels of Andor. Oh, that is okay. correct. Okay, cool. I was thinking, the That's tunnels the of Andor? Of the and they are infested with giant baby rats. Wildren, Arthur. Wilderness. children. <laughs> Wildern Wildern. Wildern. Yeah, giant, uh, giant baby rats. Um, they are blind and they hunt by scent. Same. So, Arthur is like, oh, let's just smear ourselves in these stinky berries <laughs> to mask their scent. So fucking uh, they comedic,
0: just, dude. They don't even question it, they just go right into it. Like, they no, smeared all over no. each other's faces. It, it almost becomes like one of those, like, uh the hot girls are doing a car wash montage and, and yeah. like an 80s it's, movie it's, right go all it's, out it, it, gets go a, all it gets a little yeah. intense like why is the top gun music here that doesn't need to be here this yeah. is a fantasy why, show. yeah why did
1: why did arthur take his top off like you why, you why can't is smell you through the Art, they're
0: shirtless yeah uh they're stinky but beautiful chris they're stinky but beautiful yeah.
1: they're stinky but beautiful and, and merlin does indeed remark that it's they, the berries smell horrible um, and then they go down into the into the tunnels, and we get an extended scene of them hiding from these rats who like kind of skulk around and like sniff up near them. And then they soon they they pass by, um, and they're able to continue through these tunnels of Andor.
0: It's great. One comes right up to Merlin and licks his face, and he gets a so bunch of snot all over him. It's very good. CGI I has, has I come a, come it. come a long way since season one, for sure. Um, for sure. Lancelot comes back to talk to Gwyn. Um, he doesn't really want to talk about Gwyn's situation. He seems to just want to talk about like his ongoing anxiety and depression, uh, which is something I can get behind. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: um, that's all I ever talk about. <laughs>
0: he's just like, hey, I, uh, I know you're in a jail cell, but uh, did you got 20 minutes? Like, I've, got, I've been going through some it stuff lately. It is a little <laughs> funny. <laughs> <laughs> like
1: I've, I've really Lance been it out of like touch. A little bit. <laughs> he's being a little bit of a reply guy, just a little bit. <laughs>
0: A little bit he's of reply. He's in your
1: DMs, guy. but he's talking about his feelings. He's not doing anything weird, but he is yeah, talking yeah. about himself a lot.
0: But he's he's also kind of ignoring the fact that you're in prison, and that's that's not a good thing. He's sort of, <laughs> yeah. Um... It's definitely something that needs to be addressed. And the, and Gwen, uh, being in the situation that she is, just is like eating this up. And she goes, no, 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 you're not. You're not bad. You are everything that is right with the world. Uh, yeah. And he's like, whoa. Well, now that you say that, I have a reason to live. I'm going to bust you out of here by nightfall. Watch out. <laughs> I'm yeah, like, so yeah. um, if she hadn't said the thing, like if she didn't respond to the DM, were
1: you just going to jet, and,
0: homie? Probably not. You're Lance yeah. a lot. But I mean, it kind of seems that way.
1: It sound, you were kind of giving me big signals over here, but um, no, but she, she says that and he says, I didn't know you felt that way. And she says, I didn't know I could feel that way about someone. Uh, I just, you know, Gwen, are you leading him on here a little bit? I know you're excited to see a friendly face, but is this the real deal? Or are you just thrilled that somebody could get you out of prison? Because this is a diff- this is a conversation you got to have after prison. This is a post-prison convo because you can, you know, we will all say anything when we're behind bars, you know? It's like you're under the influence of those bars. You'll, you'll say whatever it takes. Oh, yeah, you absolutely. Know, you lose your head a little bit in there. But once you get out in the real world and you go, oh, the, the, you know, the light of the morning sun, you go, hey, maybe marriage isn't really at the cards for us.
0: <laughs> she's a 10, but she lied to me to get out of prison. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Why was she in prison? She's a 10, but
0: she's in prison. <laughs> <laughs> We switch back over to Arthur and Merlin. Very
1: sweet, very romantic scene. She gave him a reason to live. He he, he's having someone to help, having somebody see him the way that he wants to see himself is huge. That's beautiful. We all need that. You know, we all need somebody to see us the way we need to be seen, or, or something. Absolutely,
0: yeah. Uh we go back over to Arthur and Merlin who have made it to outside the tunnel. Uh they are washing the berries off themselves when Arthur reveals that uh he didn't actually know that this would work at all and Merlin's like, You didn't even know I could have died and he's like, I probably shouldn't have risked your life like that, but and he's like, you know, you risked your own life too, and I kinda I kinda feel like you would only do that if you if you were horny Ooh. and that's exactly what he says, Chris. Uh, I don't want you to I don't want you to
1: Yeah, he's he's like, why can't you just (laughs) admit? Oh, um, uh, being horny makes you do strange things. He says, why can't you just admit your feelings for Gwen? It's so obvious. Just say it. Uh, And then Arthur gets real. He gets real with us. He says, I can't just say it. How can I admit that I think about her all the time or that I care about her more than anyone? How can I admit that I don't know what I'll do if any harm comes to her? Um, and Marilyn's like, How can I, I admit that I sneak why? pictures of her feet when she's sleeping?
0: And Marilyn's like, Definitely yeah. don't admit that. That's not good. Gonna... Definitely don't
1: Don't talk <laughs> don't about that last that. thing. Yeah. I don't I think you, you be and I me need to have a conversation about that, Arthur. But um, that, <laughs> that's why can't right. you talk about the other stuff? Yeah, yeah. The other stuff. And Arthur be fine. says, um, Because nothing could ever happen between us. To admit my feelings knowing that it hurts too much. And that's actually really sad. He re- He does feel genuinely that he loves her. And he can't be with her because of his position and because of his father, um, and you can see it is this is this is hurting him. This is hurting yeah. him. He's you know he's he doesn't know what to do with all these feelings. He's young. He's a fool. He's horny. I,
0: <laughs> I think this uh, goes unstated too, but like uh, there's a moment where he's like, you know, I could never marry her, and, and Merlin pops in like, you want to marry her? And he's like, no. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know yet. Like, I can't even yeah. get that far. And I think there's like there's an acknowledgement from him that if he confesses his feelings to himself like it puts her in a worse situation than she already is in right Right. like because like if he can't do anything she certainly can't and she's in a much more precarious position being a servant in this castle that is run by a fucking madman named uther pendragon uh so it's best to like for everybody if he just shuts the fuck up about it
1: yeah it's for any thing that we might feel bad for arthur for it's a hundred times worse for gwen um and yeah so it's 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 tough um he he says he's you know I, I Merlin suggests you know when when you're king, you can change things, and that's sort of what Guinevere had said to him before too, and he's like, yeah, but I can't expect her to wait for me that long, like who knows how how many years it will be before I'm king, and I can change things you know she's not going to want to ra- wait around her whole life um and Merlin is like you you might be surprised i i think she I think she would um like you know." 'Cause she'd literally be queen. If she uh it's like, that's huge. It's a huge it's a huge <laughs> She come doesn't up even have her. to like you. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he does say if she feels the same way. Like I think there's some some very subtle acknowledgement of like how intense Arthur's feelings are about Gwen, right? Mm-hmm. Like if she feels the same way you do, she'll be fine to wait. Um is a you know it's a pretty intense thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh we get back over to Boss Man. Uh boss man is yeah. coming in and he is kind of starting to put some stuff together. Uh, he says a lot of words, but really what he comes out of this figuring out is that, uh, Gwen does not have the hands of a lady. She has the hands of a servant. She has been.
1: Damn. They're always busting he, her for a goddamn hands. I'm telling you, he's been duped, Chris. He's been duped. He realizes he's been duped. Why does this, you know, we've heard nothing from Uther and you have the hands of a servant. Something isn't adding up here. And she's like, it's very, you know, heavily, it's a heavily forested region. And I just don't know if, if if they're very quick to travel. Just wait for the mailman. Just wait.
0: Yes, just wait. Just hang out for just a little but bit. The boss man
1: waits for no one. Um, She gets scared and he's just like, yeah, okay, I'm sending you off. Like, I'll deal with you later. Um, And then he summons for Kendrick because he realizes again that, yeah, he's been duped. Um, and, and Gwen just goes back to her cell and cries, this
0: poor girl. Oh, dude. This performance is just amazing. I mean, like, tears streaming down her face. She looks absolutely devastated. Like, obviously she has some hope that Lancelot is coming for her, but she realizes, like, the jig is up. She can die at any time. She's like the over, like the underlying thing here is that she's worthless, right? Like she's, it's basically a reinforcement that she does not have value in this world because she's a servant and it's, yep. it's, she it's hard. She can't horrifying. marry the man
1: she loves. She's, nobody's coming to rescue her. Her father was executed and no one gives, a, it's just like, she has no rights. She has no, no, she doesn't matter. It's yeah. totally out. Yeah. She's like, you said. she feels worthless. She feels totally worthless.
0: And it's and she breaks down. Uh, and we switch mm-hmm. over to Lancelot, who is is kind of doing the coolest thing ever. This is pretty fucking yeah. dope. Why have I never had this to do is this a in fucking... an Assassin's Creed video game? This is amazing. Seriously.
1: So he's he got his lowers... little vial of of poison or whatever, I guess it's like sleeping potion or something. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. he uses uh, high sea of the poppy String is what we call this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Juice. He's poppy. got a little string with with a with a metal ball on the end of it, and he slowly rolls it down, and then he pours the liquid down the string so it slowly drips down the string into the you know pot of soup or stew or whatever these guards are eating so uh the next thing that we know those those guards are going to be knocked out but yeah it's such a cool little trick he's very crafty this length lot
0: pretty damn clever man uh, meanwhile boss man has kendrick in the cage uh and eventually kendrick confesses the trick uh and kendrick is like you know i i, I just i had to do it and he's like oh thank you for being so truthful uh, but I'm still going to have you murdered by rat. And and he does. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the guards are asleep. Lance grabs the keys, opens the door, grabs G- Gwen. They're out the door. They're running through the castle. Uh, but sensing something was amiss, boss man realizes that she's she's gone. He comes down to find sleepy guards and a missing Gwen. Uh, as he opens the door and sees that she's missing, did you catch this like weird croak that he does? Because it's almost oh, like a no. weird like <laughs> moan thing. It's like a...
1: Ugh!
0: kind of weird like thing and i'm like what in the fuck are you doing lord bormont that is very intense he's, like what is he's doing
1: some stuff he's doing just, some stuff doing just some before he acting. declares that she be captured alive what's going on with you sir what are you
0: doing my friend i do not like this
1: um, we catch back up with lancelot and uh, guinevere and he is telling her that you know she needs to she needs to run he's going to stay here and buy her some time and fight and she's like, "Dude, you're gonna die." And he's like, "No, like I, I would die for you a hundred times over. I don't care. You've given, you've reminded me like what my purpose is, what I strive to be, um, and you live on for me. Um, this live this, on this, because you were, you know, everything I believe in. This dialogue, I will
0: die for you a hundred times over. Live for me, or everything that I am has been for nothing." And then she kisses him, and she pulls back, and she says, as long as I live, my feelings for you will never fade. And I'm like, I kind of feel like she's just... I think she's just leaning this Does, boat I, on at I, this point. There's some
1: weird moments throughout <laughs> this where I feel like Gwen is like, I do like you, I just don't like you as much as somebody.
0: Else. Yeah, yeah, but I, but I am willing to do this because you were sacrificing your life for me. So, like, why not send you off with a kiss, right? Like, that seems like the the yeah. the, the, the thing to do. Um, and like, I think there's genuine like emotions between the two yeah. of them, and I believe I'm pretty
1: sure she's this just gets torn explored. because she also very clearly has feelings for Arthur, you know, and, yeah. and mm-hmm. she's she's caught between them but it's not like she thinks she can be with Arthur, but now this other guy is going to sacrifice his life for her. But she's like, I can't even be with you either. Cause you're about to go die. Like my life sucks.
0: Uh, she runs and he goes back to face the enemy. We get this great, like music swelling scene as he starts, like knocking these dudes out one by one with his sword. Uh, but more and more come. And as Gwen is running away, we hear screaming in the distance, uh, Meanwhile, Arthur and Merlin are, like, outside in some bushes, and Arthur is just kind of casually saying, like, I guess we're going to have to scale the castle. And Merlin's like, we could just yeah." – there's got to be a different – like, is there a sewer entrance or something? I don't think it's we have to be scale anything. anything, else. anything. We gotta, yeah. Yeah. Can we put
1: um, berries on our face again? I mean,
0: But we go right back to uh, Lancelot, who has been captured and brought into the cage in front of Bossman. Uh, and Bossman's kind of, you know – oh uh, he did you think that you would get away and he's like i don't care as long as gwen is free you know and and Bossman just kind of makes fun of him for a little bit for being in love with a with a serving girl um and of course you know Lancelot feels like this is all a worthy sacrifice until they bring gwen into the cage with him damn she didn't get away chris
1: uh, She didn't get away they got her too because he's like you can kill me i don't give a shit she escaped and he's like oh yeah <laughs> uh and yeah uh, she didn't escape um Thankfully, outside, Arthur and Merlin are scaling the walls like one bad dude that we've met previously. Um, Merlin is obviously struggling, but eventually they make it in. And once again, Merlin is used as a distraction for the guards. This time, he just walks out and talks to them, but he's like, ah, hi. Um, (laughs) And then Arthur is able to sneak up behind them and and knock them both out with a single punch.
0: I just want to say that they scaled a sheer rock wall, and the entire way up, Arthur, like just dunked on Merlin for not doing it well enough. Like, the fact mm-hmm. that your mm-hmm. castle servant can scale a wall with you, like, come on, my dude. Like, let the dude have his That's, his, huge. His, his That's a good servant, on that Man, that is a good fucking servant. You don't want to let that good dude That's go. That's a good
1: fucking servant, dude.
0: Um, um they also steal they also steal the guards' clothes so they can move around the castle. And I yeah. just want to say how Good great move. it is to Good see move. Merlin and anything that's not that horrible, like servant uniform Seriously. that they got him bit. Uh <laughs> later on in like when they get back to Camelot, he just looks fucking cool. And I'm like, wait a minute, was this yeah. handsome hunk? Who is this yeah, hunk? Dressed like this
1: all the time, Merlin.
0: <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> um back at the Cret Cage, uh, boss man is asking the crowd if they should spare Lance and Gwen, but of course the crowd's chanting kill, kill, kill. Uh Lancelot and Gwen have this kind of final moment of you have reminded uh, me I have faith in my heart and that's worth more than anything and she's like I mean yeah but like you still didn't free me so yeah. you know <laughs> yeah, that's I guess nice that's nice and all <laughs> super <laughs> However, good for you that's <laughs> <laughs> super cool like we're I, about to I, be
1: eaten by a giant rat
0: <laughs> yeah uh, but you know it's glad just tied, that you feel that way they're tied back to back so they clasp hands and that's, that's very romantic um, and then it's time for the wilderness to come out
1: yeah um, it's rat time. That's what, that's what he says. That's what, um, Bossman announces. He says, it's rat time. It's rat um, time, the famous everybody. Phrase, the famous phrase from, um, BBC's Merlin. Uh, and yeah, now it's rat time. So, uh.
0: Arthur, Arthur sneaks they, in right as the, right as the rat comes yes. in. He sees what's happening, makes no hesitation whatsoever, jumps in the cage, cuts their cuts their like bindings, throws like extra sword at Lancelot, and is like Hey, Broham, what up? Let's kill this rat what's together. Up? And Good, then they're to like, "See
1: you, homie. I came strapped.
0: What's up? What's up, my dude? Yeah. Why are you with my girl?" And he's like, "Your girl? Like we'll talk about it later, my dude. Let's kill rats. We'll talk about oh, it later, homie. Oh, it's yeah. rat time," says Lancelot.
1: "It's rat time. It's much, rat time. That's a, I get it now in a much cooler way than the boss man did earlier." It's rat time. Um, Boss man man tries to shoot them while shouting it's rat time. And Merlin drops a chandelier that that stops that from happening. Um, And now they're all in this cage. So they realize that their only way out is to go down into the rat tunnel where the rats have been coming up from. So they scurry down there. Um, and once they're down there, Lancelot is once again, he's like, I'm I'm desperate to just sacrifice myself. I don't want to live anymore. I don't want to live. I'm going to fuck up. <laughs> I'm going to screw <laughs> let up this whole situation. me for
0: you. Please let me die so that now, you may love what me. What he's and-
1: trying to do is, he's trying to hang back because he's like, man, I made a lot of promises to Gwen that I know I can. not
0: <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, I don't have a boat. I, I think
1: it's best if she <laughs> believes I'm dead.
0: Merlin, I cannot take her on, 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 onto the lake. I don't have a boat. I'm sorry. Like I just don't, I don't have, have a boat, bro. I I told her I would take her and her friends on like a, on a lake trip, and i don 't have any of that stuff i don 't even know where to get that no.
1: stuff. Oh. I'm, listen, I've spent my my whole life alone. I don't have a lot of social skills. The idea of hanging out with her and her friends scares the shit out of me. Merlin, do you do you have any idea how I can get in touch with
0: Drake? I kind of t- kind of implied that I I knew him and we would hang out at something called of, a penthouse. Yeah. I don't know if that's a Merlin's um, like, dude, that's so wrong. You can't be doing that I, stuff. I
1: told I told her I was from the six. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, my dude. Help me out with slang. Do you have um, any
0: Morgana's zines? I need some please. slang.
1: Please anything. He's dead with tears in his eyes. Merlin is like, Can we fucking talk about this later? We're in a rat tunnel. We're in a rat um, tunnel, my dear. Anyway.
0: <laughs> Boss Man jumps Lance in Lott, um, to, to chase him. Yeah, Right? Uh, and so yes. Lancelot is about to try to sacrifice himself, but instead uh, Merlin uses his magic to slam the gate closed, uh, trapping boss man mm. inside with his rats where he is uh, killed off screen. Uh, because even though we like death, we don't like to see it. It's a PG-13 show, Chris. Yes,
1: that's right. Uh, I love that it brought me a, a great deal of joy to see Merlin use magic in front of somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot that Lancelot knows his secret. So that was the that was the most thrilling moment of this whole thing. I was like, oh yeah, he's got a bro who can share a secret with. Um, which is, just, it was just wonderful for a, a half a second. Uh, and then they all escape.
0: Um, I thought there was going to be like some weird thing, but they just get to the end of the tunnel. And there's a gate. Um, and then they have to, uh, and they just have to open the gate and then they leave.
1: Yeah, um, uh, Lancelot is just surprised that the other knights aren't there. And he realizes like Arthur and Merlin came alone. And that's when he sees like, he's leading Guinevere by the hand and, and they're holding hands for a second there. And Merlin and Arthur both see that they're holding hands. And then it makes Gwen feel awkward clearly because she lets go of his hands. And now there's just a lot of awkward glances going back and forth between everybody. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's, um, everybody has a shared awkward glance because everybody has kind of flirted mm-hmm. with everybody else in this room before. Like, mm-hmm. literally everybody. Like, you could draw a yeah, line. Merlin's like, like bro,
1: <laughs> I thought we just had a moment, and now suddenly you're holding her hand. What's up Yeah, with what's, that? What's, what's going on,
0: dude? I am I reaching out to Drake. Um, I said that I would get you in contact, okay? Don't worry about I it. I said I'd you up, dude. <laughs> and then um,
1: Merlin, he looks around at everybody, he notices the awkward silence, silence and he says, I guess rat time is over. It's rat maybe.
0: time is done with. Uh, a little bit later, they're all camping out on the way back to camelot uh and lancelot asked about um you know hey i'm surprised that you showed up i'm so glad that you were here but i was just surprised and arthur's like oh i only did it because you know uh morgana begged me to like that's the reason i did it which wounds uh, which
1: deeply wounds guinevere she thought that this man just came and risked it all for her does she but she kind of has to know
0: right like i feel like she the look Mm. that she gives arthur isn't like anger or or betrayal it's a it's a look that says like you're i know what you're doing i know you're lying because uh you saw me with lance that's a lot and you don't want me to be uh, you don't want this yeah. to be awkward uh, that, that's that's what that's the vibe i picked up i could be totally wrong i don't know how she was actually what yeah. she was chanting either
1: way either way guinevere ends up just feeling hurt um true because she's she's stuck between a rock and a hard place because a few minutes later it's just it's like everything gets weird everything gets awkward so it's like okay let's all go to bed we need some rest um Lancelot says he's going to go stand watch, and Merlin joins him, um, and Merlin just asks him outright if um, he has feelings for Guinevere. Um, but I think I think that's how it this conversation plays out, but Lancelot um, has kind of figured out that there's something going on between Arthur and Guinevere
0: it's um It's actually a nice moment because there's there's multiple layers here where you you want Lancelot to know the truth, uh, but you don't want Merlin to betray his boy. Right Like you don't want Merlin mm-hmm. to be like talking out of school about his friend um, and his feelings that who Arthur can't confess to anybody. He literally just told them that like a few hours ago, so it Lancelot is like, do they have feelings for one another Does, does he have feelings for Guinevere and he looks at Merlin and Merlin doesn't say anything, but like the look of Merlin's face is all Lancelot needs to know right like he's like, okay, yeah. well. I'm not going to come between them, tell Gwen that she has changed me forever, but some things cannot be. And I'm like, you fucking Axl Rose lyric writing motherfucker. Like, what is yeah, this? Seriously. Everybody grew up out seriously. of this with the 13, except for you, Lancelot. Why are you this romantic with everybody?
1: Yeah. <laughs> 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 He's extremely romantic. Um, and I guess he just leaves. Because then in the morning when Guinevere wakes up, Merlin tells her that Lancelot is gone. He tells her what Lancelot said about how you he know, changed him forever. but Some things cannot be... And dude, she just starts crying. She's so upset because it's like, she—that's the same shit that Arthur is basically telling her. Um, some things cannot be because I'm the prince and you're just a servant. We, we can never be. And now we got this other dude who's just like, some things cannot be because he's not trying to get in the way. It's like she's just—I she, think this leaves Gwen feeling somewhat hopeless again, and or or worthless rather. Um, she's just having a hard time. She's just well, upset. I'm, it's been—it's it's it's, been a tough couple of days it's one of those things too, where she
0: knows it's impossible with Arthur. Right. And let's say, let's give her the benefit of the doubt and say that it wasn't just a prison thing. Um, that it was, it was genuine feelings towards Lancelot. Like he came out of nowhere, he rescued her. And now she was, she was just taken away on this journey of romance. And she was, she just fell in love with him all over again. She had the, all of these emotions come out and now she realizes very quickly because she's, she's not a dumb girl. She's a really, really smart woman that the reason that he left and didn't give them a chance is because he didn't want to step on the prince's toes. So she can't get the prince that she wants, but the prince is also stopping her to get anybody else. So she's really like fucking trapped in this role. And it has to just be extremely frustrating. Of course, while like Merlin is relaying this information to her, right? Like Arthur kind of walks up senses the awkwardness and is just like uh i think we need to go we gotta get out of here uh let's let's and this
1: is the exact thing that i think arthur to his credit surprisingly i think this is exactly what he's worried about he's worried about her spending her life pining over him and them never actually being able to get together and she's feeling all this pain this is exactly what he didn't want to happen um but but here we are emotions emotions
0: uh they get to camelot uh, Arthur Arthur brings uh, Gwen to Morgana who is just staring out the window um, and they they give it's a huge hug everybody's super happy uh, they spin around and so it's
1: finally somebody who values Gwen I know Vera I mean bit. just and
0: just like is just genuinely concerned about her safety right like just just genuinely like yeah wants to, yeah, yeah. Um, and they they kind of spin around and when they do it ends up with Morgana's back to Arthur so as they're hugging Gwen is facing Arthur and they like share a really really intense look Um, and it's a little too Mm -hmm. much for Arthur who has to like back away a little bit Um, yeah and then we get the, of course, the, the the comedy beat at the end where everybody's back in normal clothes. Uh, so you know Merlin looks like an idiot again, and Merlin tells Arthur like, "Look on the bright <laughs> side, you've still got me." <laughs> it's like, yeah. and Arthur's just like, "Fuck off, dude! I don't give Arthur's a shit." Arthur's like, "That's
1: the worst news I've ever heard in my whole life."
0: <laughs> yeah, that's not fun. Um, uh, and that's it. That's the episode. Uh, and I think this is extremely good. Morgana fighting, uh, Guinevere crying, all this all this romance and flirting popping off. Oh man, this is good stuff, dude. This is good, good, good stuff
1: this was this is extremely good stuff um next episode is going to be really interesting but we've we've had season 2's been been great so far
0: the uh the next episode everybody i i want to warn you i i just know me and chris i know how we we are uh we could be i mm-hmm. think we we deal with sensitive topics uh with the with the with the caring and the grace that they deserve we could also be like kind of uh like schoolyard <laughs> <laughs> Jokers. Listen, I got
1: a I got a juvenile potty mouth. I got a
0: juvenile potty mouth. And I can't if, go more than listen, ten seconds without saying the word fuck, no matter where I am. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. and next week's episode has some content in it uh that is not sensitive at all. In fact, it is brazenly juvenile and I, I just think it's gonna bring out the worst in Chris and I. So I just want to I warn think it, everybody. I think it's gonna be bad. Chris, I might I might bring sound effects. I'm just gonna warn you. I might
1: um, i I would expect nothing left. I was going to produce my own, if not. So okay, excellent, um, excellent. Look forward with dread and anticipation to next week.
0: Any final thoughts on this episode?
1: I can't wait till next ep- next week when we're both kind of in a bad mood and we're like and yeah, just, just, just just trudging you know, through that, that motherfucker. Everyone was like, "You promised no, like um, wacky again, adventures." I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I like this episode. Um, I I really feel for Guinevere here. She's caught between two two people, two ideals, two. Do things that can seemingly never be and um, I feel for it. But otherwise it was like a fun episode with lots of action and adventure and um, emotion and uh, everybody got a little time to shine. So I don't Merlin. He didn't really have to do all that much.
0: Yeah, he, he got to do... Well, he scaled a wall which for Merlin I think is pretty big. He did big. scale
1: a wall. He did scale yeah. a wall. And you know, they do they have good comedy like it is fun to watch these guys like be bumbling idiots and still get the job done that's we all love that shit so it's um yeah it was fun episode good times
0: great episode um thank you everybody for listening thank you for the people that are leaving ratings and reviews on various podcast services. We very much appreciate that. Uh, But just really just appreciate you listening. Um, If you can and you feel like it, you can support us directly at patreon.com slash monster of the week. You can get exclusive episodes of uh, me and Chris talking about things. You can get episodes of this podcast early, get access to our discord server. It's a great time. It's for, um, it's a fun time. Just do it. Uh, And we'll be back next week with uh, trolls. Exciting stuff.
1: Bye everybody. (laughs) What's happening? What's cracking, my friend?
0: <laughs> what's cracking, bro-ham-, broham?
1: Hey, Broham,
0: what's happening in your world? Hey, Broham, what's up, what's on the streets today, my man? What's going on? Tell hey, me what the streets- these, streets.
1: these streets, Broham, they're just waiting to find out what's going on on your streets.
0: <laughs> broham, these streets are fucking fire right now out here dude and i mean oh. that in a very oh. literal way it is extremely warm outside broham it's extremely S- Fuego. hot
1: there there it's yeah hey um i regret to inform you i
0: might have a swamp ass situation out here broham it's it's dude. not a good situation it's very, that's what it's a, very that's moist top
1: 10 least favorite situations for sure
0: oh yeah yeah it's swamp that's ass. Not, when you hit, when you hit uh, up the homies
1: and you say hey what's happening you don't want to get that report back that's not a good status update
0: like, top five worst situations for bro-hams are, like, Swamp Ass, um, Caught at mm-hmm. STD at the Family Reunion. Um, oh, yeah, for sure. T- always always a terrible situation. Uh, <laughs> accidentally bought a censored version of the Green Day CD. That's always a bad point. Yep. Oh, idea. dude.
1: Ba- you yeah, like, why is Basket Case sound so weird?
0: <laughs> why is it, why is am it I, am I, I the just basket bought case? CD.
1: <laughs> why is even the name of this album censored? Is Juki a bad word? <laughs>
0: No, dookie was a bad word, man. I duke out all the time.
1: <laughs> oh, that was uh, a great, by trying to get green, uh, uncensored Green Day CDs was definitely. Um, it wasn't like it wasn't like it was a hurdle, but it, you know, had to, it had to be a little slick about it. I had to be a little sly about it because if I'm going to the to the store to Walmart with mm-hmm. my mom and I'm ten years old, I'm like, I'm trying to get no warning by. Green Day, whatever the fuck. I don't know any of the album names anymore, but whatever it was. I got to be a little slick about it because I'm not trying to listen to those censored versions. I'm 10 years old now. I'm kind of a bad boy. You know what I'm saying?
0: I was, uh, I was listening to a c- CD. A CD, listen to me. Listen to how old I am. I was listening to a record on Spotify the other day. Mm-hmm. And um, I legit was like, because it was a song by a group that I knew, but I hadn't heard the song before. Um, and I was like, this really feels like they are... Like, some of the rhymes aren't landing. This is really weird. And so I, like, looked it up, and I'm like, oh, this is the, f- the fucking clean version. Like, why do, why do you oh. even put this on Spotify? I did not even know they had How'd clean versions of song anymore. Like, those dudes aren't getting picked. Hail Mary Mallon isn't getting played on anything but, like, college radio, and barely then.
1: Like, I think <clears throat> Kanye only puts out clean versions now. I'm pretty – we'll reach a point where, just like with the original Star Wars – um, we will no longer be able to access original Kanye on the internet. He'll remove all this, the explicit versions. Oh, I treasure!
0: It's... I have a I have a CD in my truck um, that was the original leaked copy of Yeezus that has the original wolves oh, wow. on it. <laughs> like it has it has I, it has old. Man, I, wolves. I only got I only got eight oh eight to heartbreak. Nobody wants that one. <laughs> Yeah, it's weird that you can update music and stuff nowadays. Like uh that's that same thing happens to like video games and things too, of like, oh, nobody can play original WoW or nobody can play original oh, yeah. Diablo three or or even like Dark Souls. Like, you know, there's mm-hmm. uh I actually bought a hard copy of Dark Souls One on the PS three with the intention of doing a um uh like a playthrough, like an online playthrough of the one mm-hmm. uh, point version that they originally released. Yeah. Um but a, I'm extremely lazy, just <laughs> so fucking right. lazy. Definitely. So much effort. Uh, B, the game is much harder, and C, it's way harder to record from a PS3 than you would ever believe. <laughs>
1: yeah. so. I don't know. Is the Xbox Live version of it is that the is that the 1.0 version? Um, the one on I played the, it. All
0: the one the ones on the stores are uh, all updated versions. Like you can't okay. you can't download okay. a, an
1: old version from Xbox. That's a shame. It's a shame. There was um I had some some game on my PlayStation updated recently and I fought tooth and nail to try Oh, it, it was Fatal Frame. It was the, the So I haven't played that game since it really came out, you know, the remaster or whatever back in October last year. And randomly I just I just see an update on my uh, Playstation that's like, Oh, so Fatal Frame made of Blackwater has been updated. I'm like, What do you mean? It's been updated. The game came out forever ago. There's been nothing added to it. Like, what's going on? And and try as I might, I have not been able to figure out what was updated. Most games, <laughs> you can just press start and it'll, you can look at the update history. Oh, um, yeah. But this does not have that option. And Googling it, nobody's nobody's uh, tweeting about what's going on with the Maiden of, made of Blackwater um, patchware Um so i have no idea i have no idea what was changed i just assume it was probably like a bug fix or something but it's been driving me bananas
0: yeah it could have been like a um because some games are getting updated for like the streaming service thing and it's like there's some there's some weird stuff that happens with video games as new platforms become available but yeah it's really frustrating the the nintendo switch is really bad about this like going to check an update for the like oh my whole system updated what happened oh Various yeah. bug fixes? Great. Wait, what Perfor- does that mean? Performance increases? Can't
1: see him, bud. Not here. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, like, And then you get something like Stardew Valley where you're like, let me check the uh, patch notes. And it's like, all right, you got time? Because <laughs> it's all in here.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I added
1: six new seasons. <laughs> seasons they haven't even got yet. Uh, six new, new seasons,
0: four new genders, three new farms. Let's fucking go, boys. What? Let's what? fucking go, Uh
1: That guy's never... Jess was just saying to me the other day, like, how much the game has changed since we first played it. Because Jess continues to to replace Ardu Valley. Mm-hmm. Um, That's her forever game. And seeing some of the things that she's doing now versus what we first did when we first got the game i'm like what even what game are you playing this you're playing stardew valley 2 you're on the whole new shit like (laughs) this is this is the wrath of the lich king expansion pack for stardew Uh, valley you're doing so many new things there's an event that she just found out where you can i don't know what you have to do but you eventually unlock an area where you can just like watch a sunset over stardew valley um it's an area you can go to something like that um that I'd never heard about and she hasn't even unlocked it yet a thousand hours in. So she's still finding new things to do. She just found out all these new items that she's never seen before. So she's been hunting those down the last couple of weeks. Um, it's just the what? game that keeps on giving because that guy just keeps on adding shit to the game. <laughs>
0: Oh, dude, uh, you know, um, I still have uh, tweet notifications on for that account. Uh, for, I don't remember why I turned it on at the time, but I just leave them on now because every once in a while he's like, the multiplayer update is live on Xbox. And I'm like, yeah, yeah dude, you go. Hell yeah, concerned He's like, ape. sorry,
1: guys, the iOS version isn't quite, you know, um, added this XYZ update yet. But anyway, I added a new gun to the main <laughs> game. <So laughs> There's a gun? sort guns now? What? I added a function where you can um, murder a neighbor um, and try to get away with it. Oh. Yeah,
0: he's like, and this is real life, so don't be careful. Damn, Eric, there. that's getting
1: dark.
0: <laughs> it's just really, it's really kind of crazy, my dude. You going through it, man? Is your grandma or is your grandpa okay? Like I thought, I yeah. didn't know we were this real.
1: Yeah, here's a here's an expansion where uh, if you play until you're 60, your 60, year, grandpa comes back from the dead just Perfect. to kill you. Um, yes,
0: put 60 years in the game, and you get your grandpa comes back.
1: You have to grow enough tomatoes to be able to hold him back. Why tomatoes? What's going why on, tomatoes?
0: Eric? What's happening, dude? Tell me about it. Tell me more. <laughs> I've got to find out why. you got to grow all them tomatoes.
1: <sighs> I'm like 90% sure his name is Eric.
0: I, uh, not to put anybody on blast on this podcast, um, but... Um, oh. can, is my dog coming through? Can you hear that? No, I can't. Excellent. Um,
1: Much to my chagrin, I cannot.
0: Yes, uh, but the... Oops, I almost texted the person I'm talking about instead of texting you the person oh! I'm about to send you. <laughs> Uh my boy Mark has been growing some some veg outside. Um he planted some tomatoes and some peppers. Um and I just want you to see after months and months and months of these things being planted, his pepper plants pepper plants finally produced one tiny little pepper. And I just I just want you okay. to see this tiny pepper because it's it's very All funny it. to me.
1: Hit me with the tiny pepper.
0: <laughs> there it goes. It's been
1: Mark's tiny pepper hashtag. hashtag oh look at Mark's, Mark's tiny, tiny pepper. pepper. It's a very tiny pepper. I'm, I bet he's proud of it though. I bet he's really. proud of it. I hope he it.
0: is. I haven't talked to him about it, but I just I noticed it yesterday, and I was like, "That's, that's very sweet. That's very." That could cute. be the
1: first of many tiny peppers.
0: Like, hopefully so. Hopefully so. And I, I don't want him to be shy with this tiny pepper. You know, I don't want him to be like yeah. embarrassed about it or anything. Like no. every yeah size doesn't matter in peppers, is what I'm saying. No, it but doesn't. it's the,
1: it's all about the color. That's a great color. It's,
0: it's about the color and like the. the the width, or I guess they would call that the girth of the pepper, maybe. Um, that's think, really the yeah, important part. I think in
1: this case, that's probably more of a girth. Yeah, absolutely. With, yeah, it's more, more of a girth situation. Yeah. Um.
0: But yeah, you know, it doesn't matter if you have a tiny pepper as long as you're growing your own peppers. You know what and saying? it doesn't
1: matter if there's guns in Stardew Valley. You don't have to kill anyone. It's okay. You don't have to kill anybody. There's a first person mode now? There's mechs in Stardew Valley? Excuse <laughs> me? Yeah, you could unlock. a... You know how you, you try to uh, fix the community center and then eventually you could turn that into a movie theater? Well, underneath the movie theater, <laughs> subterranean <laughs> levels below the movie theater. I don't even think
0: I got to the movie theater part.
1: Uh, I, I never like... got to the movie theater. I, I put a solid 85 hours into my first playthrough, and I even close to a movie theater.
0: Yeah. I, 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 I don't remember where I fell off on that game, but I think I had played <laughs> several years into it and was like, okay – I'm making like what it was like meteor mayonnaise or something. <laughs> I yep. don't even remember what meteor it was. Meteor mayonnaise. That. Yep, yep. Um, I don't know if
1: you remember when I made a, a farm tour video on my PS4. 100. Um, percent I do. Yes, I was I was super I re- super ecstatic
0: <laughs> about it. Yeah, that was very great.
1: I recorded it with my little PS4 mic. Uh huh. Me um, and Jess watched that again a couple months ago, and she was like, "This is so embarrassing. For <laughs> <you."> <laughs> it's just like like ten crops, three trees, like oh, a couple of pigs, it, you were so and then proud, like a bunch of though. open unused space. You were so proud, though, my man. Like I'm you were so, so proud happy it is with such it. Such a bad looking farm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I miss Stardew Valley. I always want a game like that. I uh, i love like uh, management simulation games, but it's gotta—it's gotta be just right. If it yeah. gets to be too much, if there's too many stats or too many menus I gotta look through, I'm not interested. not Stardew Valley hardly has any menus.
0: I don't remember the name of it. Um, but there was a version of that that was like uh you're a necromancer and you had to like oh. raise like you were like it was got oh, yeah, yeah, Sardew yeah. Valley. I, I, um mm-hmm. I don't remember what it was called I'm, I'm racking my brain for the name of it. I cannot can, cannot think about it. But it was way too grindy. Just absolutely mm-hmm. too grindy. I played it for like three hours and it was like, Oh wow, this is gonna take forever to get like anything going. <laughs> um and it was I played neat, this game called
1: yeah, I played this game called Banished on okay. Steam for a little while. I don't usually play PC games, but um, really simple like town builder, where you've got to you build homes for everybody. Then you need a source of food, and then you need uh, you know a marketplace, and traders will come to your village, all that kind of thing. And then winter comes and it's really harsh. So um, I got really into that for a couple weeks, but then every single time I would either reach a point where it wasn't fun to play anymore because there just wasn't any, like, progress happening. Uh, There was no big moves being made, or it would just become so impossible to survive that I would get game over. Um, Mm -hmm. It didn't have that, like, you know, sustainability. I I at least wasn't smart enough to have a really long running game that I could continuously check in on, on, unlike Stardew Valley, where I could come back every day for, you know, weeks and weeks and weeks and and still enjoy it. Um, But, yeah, that's the kind of shit I like, and nobody makes that, or nobody makes good ones or ones that are easily accessible not on my PC.
0: Yeah, it's hard to find, um, and like the, that key there of just the of having the, the difficulty level be be right. Like that's the thing about Stardew Valley that not a lot of people realize is you can just keep playing Stardew Valley. If you lose all your crops, mm-hmm. like you don't, it's not game over. You don't die. If you don't make enough money, mm-hmm. you don't like die. Your people aren't dying around you. You just put some more crops in the ground. <laughs> like there's no yeah. really no negative thing that can ever happen in that game.
1: Yeah, there's. Hey, hold on, um, hold on I, one second actually, for me, okay? Okay. Stardew Valley is really wonderful like that, though. There's there's hardly any fail state. Even if you, like, quote-unquote, die in the mines or whatever, um, all that happens is that you maybe lose a couple items, and, like, then you just get taken home by the doctor. Trying to manage... His... Go. Oh, sorry. Hey. <laughs> I was just... i filled filling the space with more Stardew Valley chat.
0: Excellent. Um, I had a dog just barge into the podcasting room and leave the door wide open, and Autumn's on a work call. So, just, you gotcha, know... Gotcha. We're going to have to... It doesn't happen very often, but like the two days a week that I record, maybe three days a week that I record sometimes, um, and it's just for usually about an hour, hour and a half each time. They, it seems to always protrude on like Autumn doing her actual fucking job. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Hey, we, just, it,
1: the Merlin co- podcast can always use a dog in the background. You know what I mean? Like that's not going to interrupt us.
0: Oh, uh, w- but it would drive me fucking to distraction. Is the problem? Mm-hmm. But I can't. I can't. Oh, sure, it. sure,
1: sure, sure, <clears throat> sure, 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 sure. Um, what's been driving me to is is I'm using all of my willpower, apparently all of my language communication abilities as well. Um, I've been using all of my willpower to just not text everybody in my phone about Star Wars. Um, I'm, uh, I'm a little mad at you about this because why why, would you, why wouldn't you just text
0: me about it? <laughs> like, you know that I'll, well, I'll listen to it. I'll, I, I'll I know you.
1: I know you already went through it all. Like, you watched Clone Wars. You did all that stuff. And then I I... I I just want to. I didn't want to bring you down, you know. I didn't want to bring. Dude, back surely, to you. So surely te- you could appreciate. I'm keeping it to myself.
0: <laughs> surely, you could appreciate the unique joy that you get when you have someone experience something with the same amount it's of so like true. intensity that you had while experiencing it. And so it brings that Well, back. you just
1: opened up the floodgates. I know i a dog. lot of I'm, thoughts. I'm here. In my
0: brain about Star Wars. Tell
1: me about your Clone
0: Wars experience. <laughs> oh, Don't tell dude. the audience. <laughs> nobody on this podcast be- wants to listen, but I will hear you. I will hear you out. Like nobody who listens to this podcast wants to hear you talk about Jar Jar fucking like nobody wants Dude, to hear I, that
1: i'd be in the middle of my work day like super stressed out and busy and then i start being like yoda's super problematic right like, <laughs> yoda's the one who led the jedi down the path that eventually led to their destruction oh, yeah. Yeah. and i feel like i feel like george lucas was trying to tell us with the prequels the jedi are bad
0: yes yes the jedi Absolutely. as we know them are bad
1: but he didn't do a very good job of it, so that we just like for years, at least my dumbass, was like, The Jedi are sick, Anakin turned evil, oh no, and Anakin has this famous line in Revenge of the Sith where he says, From my point of view, the Jedi are evil <laughs> He's not like...
0: He's not wrong, boys. He's not but wrong. But it's like, Oh
1: shit, they were they become complacent they just like oh we we are the status quo of the galaxy and they're they, they were so up their own asses believing they were so infallible that they didn't see the Sith threat sneaking up right behind them fucking chancellor palpatine was the bad guy all along yoda was so conceited yep so mm-hmm. out of touch with his feelings mm-hmm. that he didn't even see it also all they had to do all they had to do was tell anakin dude it's okay to have a gf you just got to manage your emotions a little bit cuz yeah luke had luke had attachments I think that in the original trilogy, it's, I mean, Luke is very powerful. He's probably the the most powerful Jedi, considering he's kind of the only one. Um, But I believe, you know, I think we're we're led to believe that Luke becomes a very powerful Jedi. Um, And that's, but he's not devoid of attachments. We're talking about this with the, are Jedi allowed to beat off situation. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Luke Mm -hmm. is not devoid of attachments. He has, he loves his friends, you know? Um, And I think, and it's love that is able to save Vader in the end, not, uh, not the absence of emotion, but he actually he loves his, his father, or he loves what's good in him, and he's, he's able to save him because of that. So it's like Enoch can easily could have been like the best guy ever if y'all just like told him how to manage his emotions if y'all clearly, just like chilled um,
0: the fuck out for 10 minutes if y'all could just chill yeah. out and stop being like yeah. please remove yourself from this high horse that you have created upon yourself upon like this is absolutely yeah. ridiculous to expect a child stolen away from his mother at a horribly young age mm-hmm. that, and, that y'all, and then y'all, y'all almost, just
1: left her in slavery by the way I was way. gonna say y'all
0: just left that chicken slavery too like that's gonna fuck up a like, 14 year old's feelings and especially once yeah. all those feelings then you, then you introduce him to a hot prince. Princess. then you show up yeah. like hey here's natalie portman and expect that dude to behave like y'all, y'all need to help him out with some of these emotions and some yeah. of these feelings that he is having and they did not do that Give at this all boy a hand.
1: yeah obi-wan just ignored it you know tried to pretend he didn't see it that's what they all did you, oh watch out for your attachments bro well so i think i think uh, more of the story which maybe is not communicated super well is that you know the idea of the stoicism of the jedi is very bad and actually if you do love people if you do care then you are way more powerful. I mean, who's the most powerful Jedi before that? It's fucking Anakin Skywalker. Guy's motherfucker, super powerful. He just turns bad because he let his emotions get a best from him. But if we just let him love Natalie Portman, (laughs) that Padme, whatever (laughs) her name is, we just let him love her, and that would have fueled him, made him more powerful. I mean, that's all I'm saying, man. Come on, love. It's all about love.
0: It's all about love. I cannot wait for you to get to uh, the heart of Clone Wars. Where it gets like real force lore heavy and this is, this is towards the end, uh, and it's basically like Yoda goes on a fucking acid b- bender. Like, <laughs> Yoda takes LSD and goes for a drive okay. in a spaceship, and it is fucking insane, dude. I was like, I was watching it just with my jaw dropped on the floor, going like, what in the fuck is this weird gremlin on? And like, going going back to watch all of the the original trilogy movies after experiencing the Clone Wars version of Yoda, and then like, you know, the prequel Yoda whatever, like, he's just kind of a weird gremlin but yeah. especially when when luke finds that dude on Dagobot and he's like just a fucking trash gremlin you can you're... tell he's bid tripping dude this dude is just, he's just recovering he's only he's been on a yeah. fucking mind-bending force trip for fucking yeah. eight decades or some or some shit and yeah yep i'm uh i'm very excited for you to get to some of the weird 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 uh clone war stuff because uh, it's fun There's it's been fun. a
1: lot of um there's been a lot of stuff about how uh, the canon has been like co- contradicted, so now people are literally wondering. And this is just you know people on um, YouTube or whatever. You can never trust them, but people are wondering if like the TV shows are now suddenly going in a different direction because of um, because of Grogu, dude. Um, in the in the sequel trilogy canon, Kylo Ren is Luke's first apprentice. He's the first guy that he ever takes to to the Jedi Temple or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, But we got baby Grogu, and this happens in the timeline before Kylo Ren shows up. So there are, there, there, people are saying because they're contradicting canon that it loops back to this thing in Rebels that created a time split, one timeline where Ahsoka dies, one timeline where she doesn't. I'm like, I haven't seen that yet. I don't know yeah Yeah, I was about to say, not. that's
0: all. But also, like, the whole Gergu-Luke thing is already resolved. Like, just watch Boba Fett. Oh, okay. Like, okay. They'll, they'll cover that for um, you. I, d- mm-hmm. I did
1: see some, some, like, images of them in that, but um I... Just not that, I mean, even though I was disappointed at the end of the trilogy, it's not that I'm saying, like, let's replace that. But the idea of the shows just kind of like doing their own canon thing just because that means that they can now do whatever the fuck they want and get insane. Yeah. Um, and when Star Wars goes insane, I think that's when it's the most fun. Um, but anywho, anyhow, yeah, I'm on season two of Clone Wars. So hopefully I can I can finally get through that. Watch Rebels. And then um, I want to see Thrawn again. My, my blue man, You're blue man Thrawn. Um, Hell yeah. But uh, yeah, at some point I'm gonna definitely watch Boba Fett and just catch up, and then we'll see we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, it's um it's exciting. I'm very excited that you're watching Clone Wars. Hopefully, you're doing that while doing literally anything else in your life too. Like you're not totally focused on that because yeah, yeah. I watched it while like playing a video game on my phone or something. Like I was, of course, I was also
1: been doing, been doing a lot of that.
0: I was I was in the pandemic like real big. Like I didn't have a whole yeah. lot going on. So like that Star Wars thing, I watched um the third movie i think i watched yeah cuz i finished clone wars uh on like a saturday while autumn was at the barn um or maybe i'm getting my dates mixed up it doesn't really matter i finished clone wars one night i watched um the the last prequel trilogy movie whose name i always forget um got to be attack of the clones right is that the third one
1: the last uh revenge of the sith revenge,
0: revenge of the of sith, sith of course yeah uh i watched revenge of the so i woke up the next day uh, I watched Revenge of the Sith, and then me and Autumn like got ready and drove to my sister's wedding. <laughs> like that was, and I was oh, so, like, I literally woke <laughs> up that morning, and she's like, "Do we have time for me to go to the bar?" And I'm like, "Absolutely, you go get it, girl. Yeah, you go get you it." Most
1: certainly do.
0: I'm gonna have an edible, and you have a great time outside. That's no problem whatsoever. So, uh,
1: that seems like a that seems like a real good time. I was I was texting you earlier about how fucking violent the show is. Yeah, dude. Like, yeah. <laughs> Like Ahsoka does like a quick little like lightsaber turn on. There's some there's an episode where some like uh clone troopers get infected and they they try to kill her. Mm-hmm. Um she just like quickly turns a lightsaber on, like drives it up through a guy's brain and then turns it off and runs away. I'm like, Holy shit, that was super fucking violent. I know that he's like a faceless man in a suit and he's a clone built for battle, but that was still violent as hell.
0: Yeah, dude. Uh it's it's not it's it's just, the, the Jedi are not good people, as, as you will see oh. explored in all of that. It's fun seeing, like, uh, um, who is the guy. Um, oh, fuck. I can't remember anybody's name in this stupid universe because it's all, like, constant garbage. Uh, the... Um, <laughs> Oh, his name is on the tip of my tongue. He's the older Just guy. Just describe him. He, he showed up. He's got, like, the weird eye. He's been the, he's been a rebel forever. He's got all pieces. He died in um, Rogue One. Saul um, something, maybe? Saul oh, something? Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. Saul Guer- Guerrero? Or yeah, whatever. there you go. Uh, <laughs>
0: yeah. You get you to see him as a kid in the Clone Wars. Like You see him oh, grow shit. up. Um, and it's kinda that cool. guy
1: shows up everywhere. He's in the video game, too. Whatever. Yeah, no, yeah, Fall
0: yeah. That's, I, I was, I was going to get to the video game if I couldn't get it from Rogue One. So.
1: Well... Anyway, I'm excited. Broham, let's talk about Merlin.
0: Do you want to do you want to talk about Merlin? <laughs> let's,
1: let's do it. I have this little itch in the back of my throat. It feels like there's like dust in my neck.
0: <sighs> Dude, I have... And I'm, I know I'm
1: going to start coughing at some point.
0: I woke up with a sore throat today, and I just have not been able to shake it, despite tea and medicine and whatnot. So okay. I am... uh I, And I've got to like, drive tomorrow. Um, not great. Merlin, Merlin.
1: Merlin. Don't tempt my king